Hey there, welcome to The Good Guide, your ultimate career companion. I'm Shanara Good, and I've been on quite the career roller coaster. From the trenches of entry level positions to the boardrooms as a now more seasoned professional. Believe me when I say I have been there and know that I've acquired some wisdom over the years that I cannot wait to share with you. Ever felt like you're on your career journey solo? Or maybe you're curious about conquering career plateaus, overcoming imposter syndrome, or leading with unwavering confidence. Well, I promise you are in the right place. Every week, my guests and I will share our own challenges and successes. We'll talk about everything from career development to leadership to even work-life balance. Expect a healthy dose of authenticity and, of course, our tips and tricks that will have you navigating your career with a newfound confidence. Don't miss out on the knowledge drop, y'all. Hit that like, subscribe, and follow button on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. Trust me, you won't want to miss an episode. Because this is the good guide, where we're not just chasing success, we're defining it. Are you ready to elevate your career game? Let's dive in. I have really been enjoying recording these episodes and just getting the chance to share my professional experiences with you guys so far. And it's just been such a joy reading you guys' responses and hearing you guys' shared experiences and, and stories that sound very similar to paths that I've taken. So I just really appreciate being able to speak and share my experiences and and love the fact that you guys have really resonated with them. I'm sitting here today. It's a Sunday. It's a gloomy Sunday. <laughs> it's um going to be raining for far too long here in LA. And my review is due literally on Tuesday. I'm sitting here procrastinating writing it because I'm just in this really funky mood professionally. And one of the things that I've said, whether it be in my trailer or previous episodes, or as I've shared about this, this podcast is that I really want to make sure that I'm always being super candid and authentic about what I'm experiencing in my career. Yes, I might be an expert in the sense that I've gone through a journey that has taught me a lot in my professional experience. However, I'm still so far off from, I'm not retiring tomorrow, right? So I'm still so far away from my career being over. And so I'm still learning day by day and I'm still experiencing day by day. Something that I'm currently experiencing is just this funk, this kind of what's next for me. And a little context, I've been in my role for a little over a year. And I know myself so well. I know that this is around the time that I tend to get very antsy and just ready in general to like, all right, next challenge is due. Next challenge, I'm I'm waiting for that next role, the next challenge, that next project. Just that new thing that's going to re-engage me day to day. And I've really been struggling with that feeling of like, ugh, I don't know when that next thing is going to come. But I know that today as I sit on my laptop and I sit in meetings that I'm just not inspired. And I'm one of those people that if I'm not inspired, oof, that is when I show up the worst to work. And that's not me saying that I'm 
I sit in meetings and I grumble and I kind of pout. No, absolutely not. I still pride myself in the fact that, especially my journey over the last few years in particular, like I know how to still put on that face and put on that level of professionalism and still show up and like be a 10 always. But internally is what I'm really struggling with. Now, candidly, this funk is definitely being exacerbated or has definitely come to fruition for a few reasons that I should probably provide a bit of context on. I left Target, and I've talked about this before in a previous episode, but when I left Target, I left for about five years and I came back in the fall of 2022. And to say that that was like just a joy to finally be back where I really felt I belonged and that I really felt like I could be myself, like it just did feel like the stars were aligning. Not only was I able to come back, but I was able to come back as a remote worker. And the thing about COVID, I think what I love the most is that it really did, or post-COVID, post-pandemic, it really did force employers to like open up their mindset in terms of like, oh, wow, we could actually source talent from more than just the city in which we're located. And for a city like Minneapolis, where don't get me wrong, like I've said this before, I love Minneapolis. Minneapolis actually has just such a rich culture that I could talk about all day. But Minneapolis as a city is very unassuming. And I love it. Even now when I go back, like I do genuinely love to go back. That being said, I've spent so much of my adult life, I mean, even back from like high school on, moving around basically every two to four years. And it really has been so amazing to be in LA and to feel like, wow, I'm finally rounding the corner on like, feeling like this is my home, feeling like this is, there's longevity here and there's like a life here that like I am seeking that gives me all the warm and fuzzies. The fact that I was able to work at a company that made me feel as amazing, but also be in a state that made me feel as amazing was just such a, you know, icing on the cake. Over the last couple of years, though, I think we all, all of us who work in a corporate setting, this kind of ever looming, how are things going to return back to pre-pandemic ways of working? So are we going back into the office? If so, how many days a week? It's hard for me to even imagine being in the office five days a week now. Like, I can't believe that we all did that. I can't believe that we commuted, like all of these things. You know, I can't believe I would wake up at 5.45 just to be at the gym by six so that I could leave the house by 8.30 to get to the office by nine. Like, <laughs> just so many elements before you even started your work day went into what your day looked like, what your routine looked like. So to be able to now be remote, and really almost kind of like call the shots on your own lifestyle, your own decisions, your own day-to-day has been just like, oh, such an amazingly empowering thing. Like I just feel so great waking up in the morning, being able to have my coffee, walk to my desk and just crush the day. One thing though that's been hard is as companies have inched more and more towards being back in the office as a remote worker, I've had to really think about, or I think it's become much more glaring in my mind that, okay, maybe certain roles might be off limits to me because I don't want to be in in Minneapolis or I don't want to be anywhere outside of LA. 
And to be honest, if you were to ask me at the like beginning of January, I don't know that I felt as worried about being able to progress in my career remotely. But in the last couple of weeks, as this conversation in the work, in the, you know, corporate world, I think has become more and more prominent. Like I'd be lying if I said that I wasn't worried that the roles that I want or roles that will allow me to move up and move on in my career um, were going to be as easy for me to get working remotely. And even as I say it now, like it actually makes me very sad and anxious and stressed (laughs) if I were to put words to the emotions because I don't want to feel like I can't have my cake and eat it too. I don't want to feel like I can't be happy personally within my four walls, under my roof, in a city that really makes me feel so at home. And I don't want to have to jeopardize working for a company that also makes me feel so at home and so welcomed and so happy. That's a part of where some of my funk is coming from because it's like when you are a high achiever, I know I can confidently say that I am a high achiever and I really believe in my longevity or like my future professional success. Like I know I'm going to be successful at whatever I want to do. But when wanting to stay somewhere jeopardizes that, like it just kind of automatically feels a little like you're being cut out at the knees. The wanting to stay remote aspect is partially what's contributing to my funk, (laughs) my professional funk. Additionally, I can very definitively say with 100% certainty that I am ready to close the chapter on this particular role. I'm ready for that new challenge, for something different. I am a leader of people currently, which I do enjoy, but I'm a leader of individuals that are earlier on in their career. And I know it looks very different leading a team of professionals versus professionals that are maybe five plus years into their career. (laughs) Those conversations become different. Those development moments become different. The collaboration becomes different. The autonomy that you are able to leave them with shifts. However, those roles are few and far between. And that's not just at my company, but that's at, I think, a lot of companies, right? The higher you go up, there are fewer and fewer of those roles. So I'm also at the same time being forced to really think about, all right, do I have the stamina to put in the work to continue to show up day in and day out in a role that I know I'm ready to move on from? And I shouldn't even necessarily say, do I have the stamina? I know I had the stamina. But that motivation becomes harder and harder to hang on to. The longer that I personally, and this has happened multiple times in my career, the longer I stay in a role that I know I've outgrown, that motivation starts to dwindle. 
There is this quote that I'm pretty positive Albert Einstein says. I feel like people always quote quote this, but they'll say, insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. Now, to me, I really resonate with that quote because I feel like it highlights the importance of recognizing when it's time for change when you feel stuck in a role that no longer challenges or fulfills you, that your motivation can decline as the routine of the role becomes a lot more monotonous. So seeking new opportunities and challenges, I feel like is so crucial to help reignite that sense of purpose back into your professional life. And so That's where I really want to focus, you know, the balance of today's episode, because I know I feel like I've just talked doom and gloom, but I, I just wanted to bring you guys into the mindset that I'm in right now and why I so desperately am trying to find ways to spruce up my day to day to change that routine, even if the role isn't what I want to be in right now that I'm still finding elements in my day that help keep that motivation at a high as opposed to dipping. First thing you have to be really strategic about, and I feel very lucky to feel as supported as I do, is number one, I have to, and I have already had this conversation with my direct leaders and my mentors and my sponsors. I've made it very clear to them This is my mindset. This is where I stand. This is where I'm struggling. These are my concerns. And I lay it all out there because there is one thing that sucks more than suffering, and that's suffering in silence. And that sounds very dramatic. I am not suffering. At the end of the day, I am very fortunate to still be employed in a job that keeps my lights on, that at a company that I do enjoy. So, like, Let's get that out of the way. I know that I'm still very fortunate, but just because I'm fortunate doesn't mean that I'm not entitled to feel a sense of concern or or dread or anxiousness to like move on. So I make sure that my leaders and the people that support me know that so that we can start to think about, all right, how do we get us from where you are now to where you want to go? Without that support, you're just kind of, in the middle of the ocean, going at it alone, making sure that you're asking for those, you know, life vests and those moments of assistance is so crucial. The next thing that I've been focused on is anything that I'm working on that's a project or kind of like a higher level strategy or something that makes an impact beyond my day-to-day job or my day-to-day tasks. I'm starting to really wrap those up in a bow so that when the time does come for me to move on, I'm not necessarily handing off half-baked work. I don't know about you guys, but I can't stand moving on from something when I haven't completed that other thing. (laughs) And obviously that's not always avoidable, but I know for me in the particular space that I'm in and the projects that I'm specifically working on, like I'm really trying to make sure that everything I do, I'm crossing 
you know, I'm crossing my T's and, and I'm dotting my I's because I am anticipating getting the opportunity to move into a new role remotely. Yes, I'm going to put it out there remotely in the next few months. So I now know, all right, I've got the next few months to really hammer these initiatives home so that I really feel like I've put, you know, I've gotten a gold star for for that work. So whether you want to kind of coin that as short-term goals or anything like that, like I think it's really important for me. And again, the legacy that I like to leave um, behind, I want to make sure that what my name was by has a check mark and can be easily tied up in a bow by the time I am on my way out. This next thing I'm doing, and it's very, I feel like unique to my situation and my company and me being remote in particular. So it may not be applicable to where you might be in your career or um, your company. But for me, I've been actively working on networking with individuals in areas that maybe I didn't necessarily gun for initially. I've been very particular and niche about roles that I've been interested in. But obviously, when you've got certain restrictions there, you need to broaden your scope so that potentially there's other opportunities that might fit better even though it's not necessarily the exact role that you want, are there elements of that role that get you to the experiences that you are seeking, but allow you to, for example, for me, it's, I want to make sure that I'm able to stay remote. I would like to either lead a higher team or just be in a higher position. I don't necessarily have to lead a team. And if that's harder to do remotely, or if that's felt or if the hiring manager feels like that's harder to do when I'm remote, then I'm fine with not necessarily leading a team of individuals. So that's another thing that I'm trying to do is just actively cast my net a little bit wider than I did, say, maybe six months ago when I first started networking. That way, I could start really understanding maybe where there are areas that I might be able to still remain remote, get that promotion and still have elements that I'm looking for in my next role. All right, I have two more things. And this next one has been particularly difficult for me because I need to ask myself, which one is more important? Leveling up, so getting a promotion. Again, I'm I'm using some terms that are maybe a bit more specific to my company, but ultimately is what I'm seeking a higher level role or incremental pay. And those, obviously, getting a promotion does tend to lead to additional pay. However, there's also an element of, could I move into a role that's maybe still at the same level that I'm at currently, but still provides me with a financial incentive that just kind of helps maybe fill the void for right now? I know, for example, that I tend to stay in a role for a year until I'm ready and already looking for that next thing. Maybe for this moment, it makes the most sense for me to try and move into a role that's not necessarily a promotion, but like more of a lateral move, gain additional income based off of that move. And then in my next role, so in the next year, 
try for that higher level role. Now, this one takes a lot more checking of your ego (laughs) and really being honest with yourself and what your goals are. I'm struggling with this one personally because I really feel like the years that I have in experience, the external experience that I have warrants me to truly move upward as opposed to across. That being said, again, I've got a list of requirements, one of which is remote, that I need to consider. If that means trying to lateral into a role that's of the same level that I'm currently in, that might be what I have to go after. Doesn't mean that I can't push for more pay. It doesn't mean that I can't move into an elevated role in a year from now. It just gets me towards that balance of being in a role that's fulfilling while also being able to maintain something that's really important to me, which right now in this life stage that I'm in, it does mean maintaining remote. I don't want to put myself in the position where I have to basically choose company over location. I do want to be able to go after both. And I feel in my bones that both are achievable. I just need to start to weigh what I'm willing to forego with what I'm not willing to forego. And right now, maintaining my remote status is a little higher up than maybe necessarily wanting to be promoted. That being said, I'm ready for a promotion. I'm ready for that level up. But my ego isn't big enough that I, or at least I like to think my ego isn't big enough, that I don't see the value in one scenario over the other. Last but not least, and this one is a lot more woo-woo, I would say, and obviously a lot less finite or concrete, depending on your beliefs, but I think that there is nothing more powerful than prayer or manifestation or putting out into the universe what you actively want in this life. So for me, I spend, I do a six-minute manifestation journal or kind of like a six-minute, you know, check-in every single day. And one of the things that I write down is always in relation to job, being promoted and or lateraling and being able to maintain my remote status. Like that's always wrapped into one, you know, one sentence that I write down every morning because I just think that it's so important to visualize and really, again, put it out into the universe what you are seeking. It's one of those things where it's like, if you never say it, it'll never come to fruition. And I really believe that. So not only do I put it out there to the universe, to, you know, the Lord above, I'm also very much engaging with my leaders and my mentors and just sharing that with them. Like, hey, these are ultimately my goals. So yeah, (laughs) that's another thing that I would actively encourage you to do if this is kind of the moment that you are also in in your career. So there you have it. (laughs) Today's very candid conversation about where I am professionally, my mental or my psyche, what I'm trying to balance and really trying to work through. 
one thing that I'm really excited about is this episode probably won't come out for a couple of weeks. And I can't wait to listen to this episode in a couple of weeks and hoping and actually not even going to hope I'm going to know by then I'll have a lot more clarity and direction around what that next role looks like for me. Yeah. I don't know. That's kind of exciting. There's something about, there's something really hopeful about that thought. Even as I'm saying it right now, I kind of have this, this very tingly feeling of like, it's one of those, like this too shall pass, right? This is only a moment in time in my, what will be a long and prosperous career. So it's just little moments like this that like make me really grateful and appreciative that I have the belief, honestly, within myself to to really go after the things that I want. Obviously, knowing that there's always going to be an obstacle here and there that I might face, but being able to talk it out and share it and share it with you guys as well. Like, I'm really hoping that this provides you with a sense of like, wow, I might be going through the same exact thing, but I'm not going through it alone because I'm literally listening to someone go through it as well and maybe even put words to thoughts or feelings that I haven't been able to put words to. Anyway, this is where I leave you. Um, I really hope you enjoyed this episode and, and really hope that you got something from it. And maybe you got a bit of peace and kind of feeling of, wow, I'm not going through this alone. So I'll talk to you guys later. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of The Good Guide, the podcast dedicated to guiding you through every twist and turn in your career journey. If you loved this episode, make sure to leave those five-star reviews and share this podcast with a friend, loved one, or hey, even a colleague. If you have a topic that you'd like for me to tackle, check out this week's show notes for links to where you can submit your question. It might even be featured during the Q&A segment of the next episode. But first, make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a beat. Take care, y'all.